Tired of hearing the same thing over and over again? Frustrated with the social, political, and professional landscape of your community? If so, you're in the right place. We can tackle any issue or conversation if we approach life with the Reasonable Person Standard. And now, Dr. Bob. What's the Reasonable Person Standard, you ask? According to the dictionary, a reasonable person will look at life through the lenses of fair, moderate, not excessive, nor extreme, and typically that of sound judgment. Are you that person? I'm so glad you've joined me today. And uh, today in this podcast, we're talking about the true impact of national level leadership. And it seems like a fitting conversation given all the the conversation regarding or surrounding our our political climate, our social climate, our communities. Um, you know, we have elections coming up. And so I want to take a quick look at like this high level leadership and really what it means to us as people, the average person, right? And so my belief is that we put too much stock in our national leadership, meaning we, we say that we believe that they have all this influence over us or they impact us in such great ways um, that we can't possibly survive or go on or, or, or move on from a, some specific methodology or way of thinking because of the influence that they have over us or the impact. And so uh, I, I say this because I, I was thinking over the last 20 or 30 years, you know, with all the different leaders at national levels, and we're not talking um, just one person. We're talking whether it's you know administration, if it's if it's Congress, the Senate. Think of national level leadership, and even in in national level agencies, right? All the changes that have occurred in the past twenty or thirty years with leadership in those particular roles or offices, you know, and honestly, from my perspective, not a whole lot's changed. Not a whole lot has directly impacted me. Yes, have I felt better about a person or a group of people over than others? Sure. Have I have I felt like, hey, this person seems more professional or more personable or whatever? Yes, or not, you know, whatever those things are. But when I think about what has truly changed in my life since the last administration or the administration before them or their Congress before them or a leader of a of a big company, you know, these national level organizations, nothing's really changed for me other than my feelings or my emotions. And so I'm not saying that that's the, that's the the, the way forward for everybody. I'm just telling you from my point of view. And I believe I, I sort of um, embrace this this reasonable person. And so is leadership at those levels important? That's the question. It is important, yes. But really, how much direct, direct impact do they actually have? The simple answer is they have just as much impact and influence as we allow. Uh, are there some rules and regulations that will ultimately impact me directly? Of course, sure there are. But those are few and far between, especially when we compare them to local rules and regulations that are put in place right here where I live. Those impact my family, me directly, right? So those are the sort of the tangible things that we, we often talk about of the influence that national letter, uh, leaders have with us. Now let's talk about the softer intangibles, things like feelings, emotions, morals, ethics, you, know, you name it. Leaders at all levels can push your buttons and or say things that make you angry, confused, and honestly, sometimes can just just outright, you know, rage, um, leave you scratching your head at times, right? We've all been there. But are you really ready to say that those people at the highest levels of leadership can really dictate how you feel? Uh, should they dictate how you act? And I say that because the reasonable person has the ability to think on their own. They believe what they want to believe. Reasonable people, at the end of the day, 
will act accordingly in response to those things. No person or group of people should ever have so much influence over you that they can actually control your thoughts. You own those, and more importantly, you own how you'll respond with action. So there's something I want to talk about. It's called the Pareto Principle, uh, and it's, it's really based on the 80-20 rule. A lot of you are familiar with this from a business perspective, but according to legend, Vilfredo Pareto, I'm not making that up, and an economist in the late 1800s noticed that 20% of the pea pods in his garden provided 80% of the peas. He then went on to determine that 20% of the population in Italy owned 80% of the land. Seems fitting for some of the conversations we're having today. Beyond the cool name of, you know, Vilfredo Pareto, uh, this principle can be applied to many things, including the influence and impact that we have with and over one another. In business terms, this principle suggests that 80% of sales come from 20% of the clients. You get the idea. So then how can we apply this to this particular conversation? So what I'm suggesting is, Instead of spending 80% of your time worrying about the leaders that really only provide 20% of change or impact to you or your family, you should focus only 20% of your time on the 80% of those who will have the most and direct impact to you. So what does that really mean? So when you think of like national level versus local level, here are the things that matter to me where the local leadership has the most influence and impact. Things like property tax, like I hate paying property tax, I don't understand it. Um, but it's a, it's a fact of life. And the thing is, those aren't dictated by national level. Those are all things that are set up by my city council, right? Um, think about the school schedule that your kids go to, the curriculum that your kids uh, go through. Think of like local infrastructure. Every time you run over a pothole on the, on the street in your neighborhood, is that a result of, of national level leadership? No, it's the local people. It's the, the city council, the city managers. Think about when you go to, uh, if you need to go to a local employment office, it's, it's closed at, at 3 o'clock on a Thursday. Who comes up with that? That's not national level. Those are local level people. Think about who sets up voting districts, who handles uh, law enforcement, the local laws, regulations, all those things that are, that are in your community, those are all handled at the local level. So what I'm saying is, we focus so much time and attention on these national level uh, leaders and processes and protocols and rules and guidelines, when the reality is they have very little impact about how we go about our daily lives. So what I'm asking you is basically, can one person or group, or group of people really dictate to you how you should behave, function, think, or feel? We tend to think more emotionally than we do reasonably when it comes to higher level leadership. Right? Not to d- diminish your emotions or feelings, but I'm not convinced that I would allow one person or a specific group of people that have very little impact over my daily life to dictate to me how I should think, act, or even more, believe. So let's take a couple of pragmatic examples here. Imagine your governor at a press conference, the governor of your state. Have they ever said something that came across as silly, demeaning, or just downright confusing? If you're being honest, you'd likely have to say yes. And if so, how did those statements impact you directly other than how you felt? If you're being honest with that, they had little tangible impact on you. All right, let's take it a step further. Do your ethics, values, and beliefs directly align, meaning 100% with that of your governor? Even though you may align with none, some, or most, landing at 100% is a hard ask. Either way, or wherever you fall in that continuum, how do those differences directly impact you or your family? And if you're being totally honest, they have very little impact. Okay, now, let's turn to the national stage. 
Has the President of the United States ever said something that came across as silly, demeaning, or downright confusing? Again, if you're being honest, you'd likely have to say yes. If so, how did those statements impact you directly other than just how you felt? Once again, if you're being honest, they likely had little tangible impact on you. Let's take it a step further. Do your ethics, values, and beliefs directly align 100% with that of the president? Even though you may align with none, some, or most, landing at 100% is a hard ask. Either way, or wherever you fall in that continuum, how do those differences directly impact you or your family? And once again, if you're being really honest, they have very little impact. So I allow my family and closest friends to influence me the most because they have the most impact on my my life, right? The same is true in reverse. I would hope that, that as a family member, I have the most influence over them or impact on their lives. And I say this because the reasonable person typically focuses on the things that they have the most control over and will use their energy, emotions, and brain power to influence their direct community. Now, this doesn't mean that you shouldn't big or you shouldn't think big or dream big. It just asks the question: Why would I spend most of my resources on something that I'll have that will have little impact for me or my community? If you subscribe to that logic, then you must also consider the same ideology in reverse. So, if you simply don't like the way someone leads, thinks, or acts, choose the higher road and own your side of the coin. You can choose to be an independent thinker. You can choose to focus on the things that really matter, and you can choose to focus on things that directly impact you. Now, all that to say, if you have tons of time, spare time, and nothing else to do, you know, feel free to spend the majority of your time on the things that will ultimately have very little impact for you. Or, you can choose to spend what little free time you actually have on the things that will have the greatest impact on you and your family. The choice is actually yours. Just be reasonable. But remember, at the end of the day, no matter who you talk to, no matter what you talk about, always treat people with dignity and respect. Well, that's our time for the day. Thanks for joining us here at the Reasonable Person Standard. Our music was performed by Kevin McLeod, and this podcast series is produced by Jam Studios. Thank you for joining today's conversation with Dr. Bob. Be sure to check out what he'll tackle next at www.bobhabib.net. And remember, you can tackle any issue or conversation if you approach life with the Reasonable Person Standard. Hope you join me next week as we tackle.